one. Welcome to Cuddly Cactus Corner. I am Rebecca. That lovely instrumental was done by my co-host Anne. And on this episode, we are joined by my lovely sister Sarah. Say hi, everybody. Hi. hi. So, I'm Sarah, by the way. I'm Anne, by the way. So today we decided we would start off by talking about our relationship with our brains and just kind of how we're doing. So how are you guys doing? What's up with your brains right now? My brain's kind of acting up right now. Um, she's just having a hard time. She's like, I don't know what it is exactly, but like she just feels like a little off. Like nothing is like wrong per se, but just like a little little funky this week. It was just daylight savings time. Yeah. I'm sure something's in retrograde. Something too. with that. I don't know. I was late on an assignment that I haven't been late on, and I've been trying to do my best with like school uh, but in high school, I was really bad with it, so I feel like I just got some, like, high school vibes, and that kind of messed me up a little bit. That can be hard when you feel like, not only have I failed at this this one time, but you feel like, oh, am I that person again? Yeah. That's a really challenging feeling. What about you, Sarah? How are you doing? What's your brain like right now? My brain is not good. It's been, like, screaming the past two weeks. Um, fortunately, people at, like, crisis call centers and chat centers are like really solid really understanding um so they've been helping me a lot but it's just not been great i don't know if it's something off with my medication i don't know if it's something off with therapy but i miss a therapy appointment and just this i have one tomorrow and so i'm going to discuss what's been going on with my therapist then maybe fix some things, but I've made sure to keep myself safe through all of this, stay away from harmful things, keep my family in the loop as to how I'm feeling so that I'm not alone for my, alone too long. Yeah. Um, but I've been swamped by school with a group project and an exam on the same day that I just finished. And so that was my yeah. entire life. And that sounds challenging. I appreciate your honesty. And I'm really happy that you are over the hurdle that I know you were struggling with. And I hope that it continues to get better. My brain has actually been really good this week, which is really nice because it's been... I probably had a good month of really tough time I had to not work for a little while. So this last weekend I was able to get back to work, which was awesome. I still have... I mean, last night I still had a pretty rough nightmare, but as they go, it wasn't that bad, and I uh, was able to continue on with my day. So I'm really happy. I'm a, um, I can tell that my life right now goes in waves. I can just mm -hmm. tell I'm on an uh, on, like cresting a wave right now, and so I know it's not gonna necessarily last, but I am savoring it because it's been tough. Yeah, I'd like to touch on 
<clears throat> Sarah's week for a second. Like, it sounds really difficult. But you're doing all the right things. Like, you're keeping yourself safe. You're keeping people in the loop. You're going to therapy. And so, like, really, it's difficult. And, like, my heart goes out to you. But, like, you're doing all the right things. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You're doing Thanks. a great job. And there, even if you, um, if you weren't able to complete those assignments and stuff, like, your mental health needs to come first. And I think it's so important that you are taking care of yourself. And I think it's wonderful that you have been able both to take care of yourself and to accomplish the things you need to accomplish. Even if you haven't been doing them perfectly, you've still been doing them, which is a lot of it. Like That's a big accomplishment. 50% of success is showing up. I would put that number maybe a little higher. Yeah. Especially with college. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're doing a fantastic job. So, um, what? That's sort of our next thing. What are you doing well with? What do you feel good about right now that you're really tackling in a good way? Um, for me, um, even though I was late on an assignment this week, um, I'm really keeping up like I haven't kept up before. Cause you know I struggle with depression and anxiety, and that really all came to a head in high school. It started in middle school. But really, since middle school, I haven't been doing any work consistently. Like, even with classes I was passionate about and classes I loved, like, just stuff that I really, really liked, because I love, like, history and English, even with those, I couldn't sit down and do the homework, even if I wanted to. Um, and so I took a gap year after high school, and this is actually my first semester of college. Same. Yeah, and so, you know what, like, I'm doing pretty okay. I'm turning in my assignments. I have good grade. I'm starting slow with two classes. Same. Oh, my God, we're the same person. <laughs> you guys are both doing an amazing job, sweetie. We're, yeah, so it's, I know everyone, see, I feel guilty all the time because people have, like, two jobs and kids and they're taking, like, four classes and I don't have a job and I'm taking two classes, but that's all I can take right now and so that's what I'm doing good at. I'm trying my best at school right now all you can do is your best and that's true of everyone and I know it sounds really trite but like um there's a picture that sometimes I see on the internet which again is very cliche but I always remember it cliches work yeah um so there's a picture of an adult fox with a couple of arrows sticking out of its back and it's walking and it's you know struggling through it and then there's a picture of a smaller fox with one arrow who's like dead on the ground and it's um it's not about the number of arrows it's about how much it affected that fox and like mm -hmm. what you're going through is your own experience and it's valid and I believe you when you say you're working hard and that you're doing the best you can and I think you're doing a tremendous job Aww. I think it's important to remember that like while you might look at yourself I certainly look at myself I um this is my second year back at school uh and I'm 24 and I feel like oh God, I missed so much time because I took all this time off after high school, but I was, um, things were happening in my life and that's just where I was at. And the second best time to plant a tree is today. Oh, that's sweet. These are the things I tell myself. <laughs> no, they're good. They're good mantras. They're good things to believe in. How about you, Sarah? What's going well? Uh, I just started physical therapy back up because I have issues with my legs. They don't work too great. I'm out of a wheelchair now, but I, it still hurts when I walk. And when I got my old pain doctor left the practice, and so I have a new one, and he really, really wants to get down to the nitty-gritty of what's causing my leg pain. 
And so the first step of that is to go back into physical therapy. And so I've been there for two weeks, for two appointments over the week. And I'm really throwing myself into it. We spend 45 minutes and I'm doing all of the exercises I can and pushing myself to the limit. And we have good communication between me and my therapist. And so I can see a line in that physical therapy has always improved my body in some way because getting your muscles stronger almost always improves your body. And hearing like there's, I've worked with my physical therapist Leslie since I was a teenager and her new coworker came by and she was like, oh, hey, Sarah, you're working hard. And Leslie was like, yeah, Sarah always works hard. That's what Sarah does. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. That's so true. Now I have to do 10 more reps of this. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels good to be recognized that way. I love that. Sounds like you're working really hard. Yeah. And man, I'm not getting to the gym twice a week. You're crushing it. Good crushing it. Because physical therapy sounds like a getting a massage, but I know it's really actually just a pretty intense workout specified like for your body, and that's yeah. awesome. I've been um, just kind of like I said, been getting back into the swing of things. Like, my bed is made today. It hadn't been for maybe a couple of weeks. <laughs> so it's stuff like that. Like, getting back to work was really good. I um, stayed till after midnight just furiously cleaning and just doing different stuff because I love to throw myself into tasks like that um, because it feels so just affirming and so concrete to be able to say, look, the floor is this much cleaner. Look at all this dust. I did this and I did a great job. And like cathartic. Yes, and sometimes school can be a lot less tangible, especially if you're waiting for grades or especially mm-hmm. like I've been sort of struggling in some more creative classes where it's not binary. It's, well, Subjective. I wrote, yeah, I wrote a story and I don't think it's good enough. Whereas I can say I swept the heck out of this floor. So on a slightly low, maybe more positive note, what are you guys doing in your free time right now? What are you up to, Sarah, when you're not in school or working out or in therapy? Um, there's not a lot of time for that lately just because of I got really sick and then I had to play catch up for everything. But normally um, I'm playing um, online game runescape where you can nice. now have a little farm yes the niche online game <laughs> runescape spell that for the <laughs> listener please um but like instead of doing combat stuff i'm there's player owned farms now where mm-hmm. you can have like little cows and Aww. i have like a little i have cows and i have these little chinchampa chinchilla things Aww. and sheep and the dragon and so <laughs> Your normal farm animals, a chinchilla, a sheep, a dragon, a cow, a girl donkey. What was and that one? So I just go and I, like, take care of them. And the thing I like that other people don't like is the main, like, thing you do is clean up after them like you do with an- actual animals. Is you go and you clean up after them and you feed them. And then when they have babies, you go and people show up and they want to... Like, take them to a new home, and so then you wait until they're old enough, and then you adopt them out. Can I just say, this sounds like an elevated version of Nintendogs. <laughs> like, Sarah got a DS pretty much exclusively for yes. Nintendogs, and I, like, I happened to get Animal Crossing because we had to always have the same stuff. Yeah. Animal Crossing became a huge hit in our household, but same. Sarah's love of Nintendogs really sparked it all. Yeah. It was my first 
the DS was the first um, video game system that was ever mine. Same. Because, like, my, um, I feel like it's a common thread across a lot of people our age. Because my older siblings had, like, a PS2, like, the original Xbox, mm-hmm. like, a PS1, like, a GameCube we had. And so I got to play, like, Zelda and stuff like that. Which, to this day, <laughs> Zelda's my main woo. But, like, DS is where it's at for when it's yours. They're great. We never had a, um, like, a even a shared console. We would play computer games growing up, mm-hmm. but... I remember playing on our friends N64 and playing, like, the original Super Mario Brothers, and yeah. Mario is very much still my uh, game in the same way that Zelda is yours. So. Zelda, Zelda. So when we got our DSs back in the day, you could put um, Game Boy cartridges into them. I remember. And yeah. I played that same Mario game, and it was so delightful to, like, complete this game that I'd never been able to really finish at a friend's house, and I can... Not to brag, but I would beat levels for my sisters, and That's I can, true. like, five-star, get that whole game, get all the color of the Yoshis. Like, oh I'm God. all about that Not game. Not for Mario, I had a but, Guitar like, Hero, would... like, plug-in thing. Yes. Bro. I was great at That's it. so great. And we have it at our house, but the guitar, like, thing is broken, so you have to strum up on it instead of strumming yeah. down. It's like living in a third-world country, It's honestly. ridiculous. <laughs> so what have you been doing with your free time, Anne? Oh, moi? I'm sorry, I kind of just hijacked your answer. No, no. I'm sorry. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. So homework doesn't count. So in your (laughs) free time for recreation, what are you doing? I mean, I have what I want to be doing, which is writing stories. And then I have what I actually do, which is watch Mad Men and play Tetris. Ooh, Tetris is underrated, honestly. It is. It's a good, like, brain-soothing thing. I'm, like, addicted to it. I feel that way about Diner Dash. I don't (laughs) play it every day. But that genre of game where yeah. I can really get all that stuff going, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. like... Organization it, and, like... It makes my brain so happy. It's like when I used to sort M&Ms when I was little. Yeah, Same true. Feeling. I have, like, ADD, so, like, I can't... Even if I love something, I can't, like, just sit down and watch it, which is really hard for me. Because I'm, like, a big I'm, cinephile, and I love watching movies, and I'm, like, in a film class right now. And I love watching and consuming great art, because I really do think a lot of movies are great art. But, like, it's hard when, like, my attention span is, like, oh, yikes. And so that's where Tetris and, like, other online games, like, come in or, like, apps where it's just, like, mindless, you know, doing stuff. Absolutely. I love that. I'm that way, too. I I have to be cleaning or doing my nails or knitting or something while I watch stuff. There's a great app, by the way, called Alpha Bear 2. If you like word puzzles at all, you have to play it. It's my favorite app. I don't year. mind word puzzles, but, okay. like, they're not my game of choice. Well, from now on, we're enemies, so... <gasps> no! <laughs> so, in my free time, I've been playing Alpha Bear 2 um, <laughs> a little bit. I've been playing Harvest Moon on my DS. <gasps> I've clocked, oh like, 50 hours on that game in, like, three weeks. It's a problem. I've always wanted to play that. It's very what cute. It? I have... It's like so Animal Crossing, kind of. It mm. is a little bit, but you're bringing this town back to life, and you have... Um, I have animals. I have a cow. I have a donkey. I have a dragon. I'm just kidding. I have a sheep. <laughs> I have a bunch of chickens. It's just cute. It's like a farming thing, a life thing. Mm-hmm. It's very, very soothing. So I've been playing it while I watch the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. And then if I'm not doing that, I've been reading a very good book called The Indifferent Stars Above Ooh. about the Donner Party. Oh, okay. And everything that went wrong. <laughs> the other day, actually... Um... Becca and I and another friend had a jam session, and I have this um, Japanese song that I really like, but, you know, as much as I want to, and as much like a big of a weeb as I am, (laughs) I don't know Japanese, 
Um, and so, but I know the melody. And so I was like, hand me a book. And so she handed me this Donner Party book. And it's this beautiful Japanese song. Um, it's called Lullaby No Taikeda, I think. I completely butchered that. So sorry. It's the song that Titus sings in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So like, <gasps> I love that show. Yeah, it's that uh, song. I you, need to watch that show again. You really do. Anyway, so it was this beautiful song with, and then the Donner Party These made a crazy mistake. Lyrics of like <laughs> this untested route through the mountains, <laughs> and then she asked for another book, so I handed her Accidents in North American Mountaineering. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so she was singing about. Like Michael's trapped on a ledge. <laughs> they need a safety no, rescue. It was great. It, it was a time. It was certainly interesting. It was wonderful. Um, so I, we just touched on Kimmy Schmidt and Mad Men, but what else have you guys watched lately? Have you seen any great movies lately? Yes. What? I saw movie? Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, give me, give us a short summary. I am going to pretend I've never heard of that movie. Tell me about it. Bohemian Rhapsody is a Freddie Mercury biopic masquerading as a Queen biopic. Um, and it starts when Freddie joins the band and ends um, when the Queens... When the Queens... The I queens. mean, they yeah, are they queens. They are mean. queens. Um, I mean, listen, they're all Queens. Like, Brian May, Roger, uh, what's-his-face Deacon, I don't know. I'm so... I love the him. people don't matter because Yeah, straight up, I know Brian May and Freddie Mercury, and that's all I need to know. Roger's the drummer, <laughs> and then something... Deacon is the bassist, and he's really fun, and everyone forgets him. But I, for, I, mean, I forgot him just now. Sorry, Deacon. I know. Anyway, so it ends at their uh, concert at Wembley Stadium for Live Aid. And it's good. The directing and editing and pacing sometimes is a little weird, but it has a lot of great moments. And the casting... And the acting can't be beaten. If Rami Malek doesn't get an Oscar for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury, I'm a fight whoever's in charge. Please do. I'll film it. I'll put it on our Facebook page. And see, when I say fight, I'm like a wuss. And so I mean write a strongly worded poem. But it will be a fire poem. Is it a musical or is it just a movie? It's a movie, but like they sing... Because it's... Because it's Queen. Queen. That's but fun. it's all um, diatonic, and that means it's all in-universe. So it's not like they break out in song Hello Dolly style, which is non... Not what? diatonic, diegetic. I'm so sorry. Please don't uh, be sorry. I, you can I said say diatonic. those words. It's diegetic. So non-diegetic is when it's not in-universe. Like when people in, on stage or in musicals just break out in song, it's non-diegetic. But like when people are singing on stage, it's in-universe. Interesting. I appreciate that explanation. What have you watched lately, Sarah? Um... I haven't had time to watch a ton of things. I had to finish all of the Death Note anime. Yeah. Like in one giant go. Like you do. Well, it was was taken off of Netflix on November 1st and it let me know. It sent me a notification. And so I had to watch half of the series, like, right away. That is so funny. And so I'm not going to give spoilers, but it was like. Well, what was your favorite moment? Okay. Oh. Probably when Light got the book back mm-hmm. in the helicopter mm-hmm. when he was with Al. Oh, yeah. And, like, the lighting changes. Yeah, and, and Elle's like, you okay? And Light's like, I'm perfect. Please. Evil laugh. Yeah. And it, like, zooms in. And then it, Yeah. And then at the end when Al goes, like, from... Oh. Not L, um Light? Light. He does that, like, crazy anime, mm-hmm. like, evil laugh face. And it's like, oh. Did you watch it in the English dub? 
Yeah. Yeah, his laugh is a lot. (laughs) When the girl um, sang, though, I turned it on to that. I turned it to the Japanese when she was walking around and singing for no reason. I was like, I don't care what you're singing, so I'll just turn it to Japanese. The Japanese version is better. That makes sense. The voice acting a lot of times makes more sense context-wise, I find. I have a trivia thing. Please, please share. The guy who voiced L in Death Note voices Julian in Barbie's 2001 film, The Princess and the Pauper. my So if y'all ever want to hear L from Death Note sing How to Be a Princess, check it out on YouTube. 2001, Princess and the Pauper, Barbie. Thank you for opening up the encyclopedia that is your mind. <laughs> I have so many facts. Do you want to hear about the movie that I'm excited about? Yes, I want to hear. So I have, I would like to apologize to the two people currently in the room with me because I have <laughs> not stopped talking about this movie since before it came out. Tell me. It's called Free Solo. Okay. It's a documentary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, if, for the uninitiated... Alex Honnold is an athlete. He free solo climbs, which means he climbs mountains without ropes or a harness or people with him. It's incredibly dangerous. It's more dangerous than you can imagine. And there's, um, they call it the center of the rock climbing universe, is this one particular face of El Capitan in Yosemite that's something like 3,000 feet of sheer vertical granite. Yikes. And he is literally hanging on by his fingertips. There's one part in the movie where he... He climbs in a t-shirt and shorts with a chalk bag, and he's on his toes, leaning into the cliff with both his hands and his chalk bag behind him, thousands of feet in the air. <gasps> Literally, he's within millimeters of death at any second, and this is what he specializes in. And so the movie is two hours of watching him train and be this incredible athlete, and also getting to know him as a person and why he wants to do things like this. Um, and... It's not really a spoiler. You're not going to watch Alex Honnold die. Thank the he Lord. does do the thing. He, I would say it's probably one of humanity's greatest athletic achievements. Um, but if you're in for a very tense watch with also beautiful panning shots of Yosemite oh and God. seeing someone accomplish, you know, what, what else is humanity here for other than to just keep striving? And How really tall just, is the cliff? Over 3,000 feet. It's very tall. It's, it's like that moment in The Princess Bride, The Cliffs of Insanity. I have only seen that movie twice. That's okay. <laughs> but anyway, That's it's fine. a very good movie. I'm, I highly recommend it. I saw it in theaters um, right after it came out, and I've wanted to go back and see it every single day. Uh, Meru on Netflix mm-hmm. is made by and with Jimmy Chin, who was uh, instrumental in making Three Solo. So if you want just a taste of a really good mountaineering movie, Meru is a great choice as well. That sounds so interesting. And like I feel like I wouldn't have ever heard about that because of like it's not like a niche interest of mine, but that sounds so cool. I'm very into mountaineering <laughs> documentaries. I'm not. I don't climb mountains. I do like to rock climb um, quite a bit, but I am a little bit obsessed with Everest, Everest. and stuff like that. So Sarah's that's certainly cool. heard about it a lot. No, that's amazing. I love when people like talk about what they're passionate about, and it's so cool when it's something interesting and like some. Wait, it's all interesting. I don't want to. I don't no, really like. Thank you. But like. I don't know. Like, it's cool. Well, I appreciate you humoring me talking about Alex Honnold again. I'm not just humoring <laughs> you. It's cool. So to finish out this episode, um, let's talk about what we want from next week. What do you, not only what do you want to accomplish, but like, just what do you want out of next week? This time next week, where do you want to be? 
Uh, I want to do my film assignment on time this week. That's a good Because goal. this week I didn't, and I stressed about it, and it was hanging over my head all week. Um, and so I want to do that, and I want to work on NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. I'm already behind. It's November 5th. So I want to I wanna do some writing, and I want to, you know, turn my homework in on time. And not big goals, but, like, enough. Those are perfect goals, and honestly... I was very encouraged. Um, I've never tried NaNoWriMo, but I've tried Inktober a number of times, and I always I love Inktober. Um, but I was delighted to learn that our professor, Sarah Fall, has attempted NaNoWriMo yeah. so many times and only achieved it, like, twice. So if she struggles, we're allowed to struggle. Yeah, I. you're supposed to write every day, and I haven't. So, see, the thing is, with NaNoWriMo, you were supposed to do a novel, and I... Not good at writing novels. I'm good at writing short stories. You're great at writing short stories. Oh, babe. I'm Sarah, okay. what do you want from next week? Well, I want to be able to get the rest of my homework in on time and not be so behind in school and just to have a good chat with my therapist and be on the track to be more level-headed. Relatable. Cool. I... I think that that's great. I feel that. I, yeah, I would say I'm in a similar place. I think that um, I'm actually between therapists, so Ooh, that's that hard. should probably be a goal for this week. Um, but I just want to keep, I want to keep my momentum. I want to make the crest of this wave last as long as possible because yeah. I, you sort of never know when it's going to dip and when it's going to come back. So I want to mm-hmm. really keep my a safety life together. Net. Yeah. Can I add one thing? Absolutely. I'm so sorry. No. I, did, I, I also skipped a therapist appointment this week, and so I need to meet with her. <laughs> That's it. That's I wanted to put it in there. I appreciate your honesty. I think it's important to share with people that, you know, we all struggle. We, all three of us, have, have and or need to have therapists, and it's okay, and it's we're doing our best. I think that both of you are absolutely crushing it, no matter what Aww. the fraud police in your head have to say. You're crushing it. Thanks. So I think that's going to do it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow Rocky Mountain Media on Facebook and Instagram and Anchor. Anchor. So, And we're also on Apple Music, or we're trying to be. Yeah, I think we are now. So hopefully this episode will be up there too. We're going to say bye in a really prolonged way. Are you ready? Like, okay, yes, I'm okay, ready. Okay, one, two, three. Bye! bye.